Thanks for joining this week's Rantcast. This episode's a little bit different. It was on ATN uh, Live, if I can sp- speak correctly, on ATN.Live. This was a pre-recorded uh, interview. Like every interview you hear on your favorite podcast, if you're listening to this right now, obviously it's pre-recorded. But this is an interview with Les Luthor, who was one of the first ones on the ground in the Ukraine when um, this uh, Wag the Dog War took off. So we talk about um, this illusionary war, COVID, um, the simulation, NPCs, all kinds of things. Hopefully you enjoy this interview. Uh, if you do, share it out to your friends. Leave a comment, review. Uh, go to raindoutrancast.com uh, for new interviews. We got last week's interview with Tommy Chung. Go check it out. ATN.live. Help support that network. Uh, and go to buymeacoffee.com slash rancast. Help support the show. Thanks. Enjoy. All right, thanks for uh, tuning into the Rantcast Live here on ATN.Live. Uh, this week's show is a little bit different. Uh, it's not, uh, my guest today is Les Luther. Les Luther. Uh, you may have uh, seen him on Twitter. Uh, he's done a lot of coverage on the Ukrainian-Russian uh, war, when it, or quote-unquote war, uh, when it began. Uh, this is a pre-recorded interview, so call lines will not be open for this. Uh, again, this is a pre-recorded interview, and I hope you enjoy it. Les, uh, thanks for joining us here at the Rantcast. Yeah, man, no, thanks for having me on. Um, I apologize it took me so long to get back to you. I had so many people reaching out to me that it was hard to kind of... Um, oh, I totally understand. I mean... Filter through, and it's... it's um, actually, it's, there's very few people that genuinely want to have a conversation with me, so some people are too... Some, for some reason, this topic is quite scary for some people to to go near Ukraine, but, but yeah, man, thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to our chat. Yeah. Uh, with the Ukraine, uh, Russia thing, we've seen how we went from, uh, having masks on bio, you know, profiles and wear your mask and vaccine and six feet instantly into support Ukraine, Ukrainian flags. Uh, and it didn't matter that just two, three years ago, vice was doing pieces on Azov and the fact that they are a Nazi uh, military arm in Ukraine, right? That right. is yeah, now like the, the um, National Guard there. Is that crazy? What, right. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I'm curious. What What do you reckon? I mean, what's your thoughts? Like, do you, do you feel like the 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 scandemic was was just failing so bad they had to quickly flip it over? Do you think this was always in the plan? Um, this was always in the plan. Um, <clears throat> there's clips of uh, high ups here in the United States talking about they had a seven step. They had seven countries that they were going to destabilize in seven years, I believe. Iran, uh, North Korea, Russia. Um, I can't remember the other three, but they have seven countries they were going to destabilize. They've said it. It's in their plan. And then I just... Uh, it tweeted out a video that I found yesterday of a meeting between Putin and Klaus. Now, I don't know when this meeting happens. It's happened. It seems like it happened this week, a meeting between Klaus Schwab, 
of the WEF and Vladimir Putin. And this was in person. This wasn't over video. This was in person, sitting at a table together. That right there tells you this is one big club. Um, they're all in on this shit. What What was the um, conversation about? Just about the globalization to move for, further the further the globalization. I would play it, but it's in. There's it's just got subtitles, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, for me, it was always a kind of up there question: like, is Russia genuinely rebelling against the club? We're calling it a club, you know, because yep. a lot of people out there do believe that, you know, Russia is trying to break away, you know, go in their own way. And, you know, for a hot minute, there, I, was, I, I, I entertained the idea. But no, no, I'm I'm pretty convinced Russia is fully on board. The people at the top of Russia are, are in there with the city of London and Washington. And, you know, they're all in it together. And it's just the dumbed down masses that are getting played like like pieces on a chessboard. Unfortunately, yeah, Russia is definitely in the club. And they're using Moscow. the media to be able to manipulate and gaslight the general public, the masses. Um, if you would tell the listeners a little bit, uh, I guess, about yourself and how, uh, I mean, you kind of blew up here with the, <laughs> no pun in, I guess a pun, in, that's not a pun intended. <laughs> Thanks for uh, listening to this interview with Les Luthor. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back on ATN.Live. Call lines are not open. This is a pre-recorded interview due to time constraints. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> but <laughs> kind of blew up here uh, at the beginning of this because you were uh, filming and tweeting out videos in Ukraine, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, I um, decided to pick up the sword and fight against this one. And yeah, I got myself over to Kiev during the Battle of Kiev, which was the trigger point for this whole, um, you know, ridiculous war that's going on. Yeah. So, I mean, the propaganda started on the 2nd of the 2nd, 2022, right? Which is the 33rd day of the year. That's when the, the real kind of blitzkrieg propaganda campaign started with, all of the media are getting together saying Russia is going to invade. And then yep. on the 22nd of the 2nd, 2022, the Minsk ag agreement was broken. And, you know, them dates straight away, there should be a red flag for anyone that this is a scripted, fake, phony war. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, my original flights booked into Kiev got cancelled because, you know, it shut down the airspace. So I had to get there via Poland at a, a later date. Um, I think officially the Battle of Kiev ended on the 8th of March. I left the UK on the 3rd. And yeah, I, I documented my whole journey in there. And I could clearly like point out that this whole thing is engineered. And the way they are moving the people through the situation is manufactured and engineered. It's as simple as that. Unfortunately, what is real is the, the masses are falling for it. And they took part in the whole evacuation but there was no bombs or bullets or helicopters or anything in Kiev at the time. Nothing reflective of what they was telling us by the media. I it, mean, I debunked quite a few crazy claims by the media. They said there was no trains going into Kiev. A lie. They said there was no food in Kiev. Absolute lie. They claimed everyone was hiding in bunkers. You know, well, just and the shelling out that they were showing us on TV and 
and how bombs were being dropped and and buildings were right. being hit. And you, Mon- they would they would they would show us a montage of artillery guns firing and buildings getting exploded. This was all just not happening in Kiev. And yeah, like now, I said, it's my true. I showed it wasn't happening in Ukraine that they have. Um, there's like basically ghost towns and villages around that they've been doing uh, um, exercises, shelling type exercise that for years is what I've heard. Yeah. And they're taking those villages and that's what they're showing us on TV. This is a, a literal wag the dog situation, but far more serious i don't know if you've ever seen the movie wag the dog with uh, dustin Hoffman. oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i mean this is yeah. it and you you obviously seen the um the video that came out what two two weeks ago of Zelensky, where they're making holograms of Z- Zelensky, and he's surrounded in a green screen and they're literally showing you what everybody's been saying that every time you see Zelensky, he's in front of some sort of green screen um, yes. That the whole thing with Zelensky is suspect to me, to me in my humble opinion, uh, because it's it almost mirrors uh, Trump in a way. Um, and the left, uh, how they would attack Trump. You know, he's an actor. You know, he he's a liar. You know, he came from TV and he has no political background. And then you, here's Zelensky. We we get from from Trump into Biden. And then another little thing here is here, the Super Bowl, the, the Rams won the Super Bowl and their colors are blue and yellow. Uh, this is just a week or two before the, the conflict uh, took off, but you have, um, these guys, uh, Zelensky, he started out, went to law school. If I'm, not mistaken, dropped out of law school to become a comedian, um, was a comedian for a little bit, then created a, a uh, production company called Servant of the People, which then created the TV show Servant of the People, in which he becomes president of the Ukraine, right? And that ran for six years where he was the biggest star in Ukraine, if I'm not mistaken. Six months after that show ends, they create the political party, Servant of the People, and now he is president. I mean, just the psychological um, conditioning and programming to get him into the position he's at is is crazy. And then uh, it's, it's literally... Ridiculous. Yes, it's it's beyond Trump, right? Trump didn't use his production company and, and stuff like that to become president. He didn't use the apprentice to become president. You know, he Obama talked shit, dropped a mic, and Trump said, "Fuck y'all, I'm going to go be president." Then that's basically how that went. And uh, and Zelensky, step by step, it seems it was this. This is one of those people put into place, and every everything is put in their way to orchestrate and facilitate where they're at. Yeah, I mean, it's one of them things, like, if, if you believe that, you believe anything, you know. I mean, Conspiracy 101, right, is they're all, these leaders are selected, never elected. And, you know, a comedian actor 
who played the role of a comedian president becomes a comedian president. It's just so, I don't, you know. You couldn't write it better. It's crazy how obvious it is, you know. It's just, it's almost like, I don't know. It's almost like, it's almost like they're fucking with us, us types. 100%. Yes, 100%. You, the, in Ukraine, Ukraine is being used as a laundromat for for their the money that's going through there and being sent back out like uh there was a a a piece done i believe by vice about here they had the uh the unite the i think it was the unite the right in charlottesville where a woman was killed back in i believe 2016 and it come to find out the organize the ones that organized unite the right are organized that uh that rally that money some of it came from Azov. Was it was sent over there, and then it was sent back over here to these real right wing Nazi groups over here to incite these. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, these plots to divide and conquer. I mean, look at what happened there. Two thousand was it two thousand thirteen in Ukraine uh, with the uprising and the. Uh, what are they calling these now? Color revolutions that are going on? Yeah, yeah. It was was it an orange an orange revolution? I believe or, it was. Yeah, orange orange the old thirty three. Yeah, and and you see Number there. these symbols. I'm looking at a post you you posted here showing the uh, families in war ravaged Ukraine town rebuild broken lives after unimaginable horror, and but it looks like nothing ever actually happened there. And then yeah, right at the bottom you got circled thirty three. Because <laughs> the thirty-three is everywhere, right? Yeah, and um, well, that that whole that whole business of this these these uh, villages magically being restored to exactly how they were before. Yeah, again, if you believe that, you believe anything. Like, come on, like, yeah, we're led to believe that it got bombed out and it magically that quick. You know, you work in construction. I I worked in construction. Mm-hmm. You can't. You know, it, it takes like six months to get a plumber these days well i mean yeah, they tell us Ukraine, they can't get supplies can the way it is but they can yeah. get supplies to to rebuild the structures the houses and, and you, they're telling yeah. us they can't get food they're telling us that they're war ravaged they're telling us they're being bombed like constantly that thousands of innocent people are being killed are people being killed probably i'm assuming so i'm not there uh but what the way they are Forming this and framing this and showing it, it's nothing what they're they're attempting to exploit. Definitely, it's not what it is. That's that's why I use the term illusion warfare. It's just one big illusion, and uh, as long as people you know carry on participating in it and believing in it, it's just going to go on for as long as they can get away with it. Um, the only thing I'll add is I don't think a lot of these soldiers and civilians in Ukraine are aware. You know, to them, they're totally unbeknownst to the situation. They're just, they're just in it. You know, they're they're they're, they're not part. A lot of people in the conspiracy world assume that everyone's a crisis actor. Mm-hmm. You know, paid, and I don't think it's that obvious. I think, you know, it's the, the way the world works is they manipulate these humans into into the role. You know, yeah, they're larping, they're larping, but they don't know they're larping. Yes. That guy, that guy sitting in a tank in the middle of a field in somewhere in Ukraine, he genuinely thinks he's at war. Yes. To him, it's real. To him, it's all real. And, you know, 
what he's told is that war is 95% boredom, 5% action. And that's why he's not seeing anything. And, you know, but he's doing a very important role. He's defending that field. And the fact that he's not seeing any enemy means he's doing a real good job. Yeah, you know, he's doing so his job. He's do he's doing his job. He believes he's doing his job. He believes whichever side he's on, he's doing the right job and the right thing. And it's all a psyop. It's all a psyop. All wars seem to be these psyops. This is one. It's just one big psyop. And we went from <clears throat> two plus years. Well, we were right at the two year mark of the this mass worldwide psyop of covid uh mm-hmm. and right at the end there people were waking up to the bullshit on covid but then boom it's an instant flip over to you have to support ukraine russia is the enemy all russian literally you could go on twitter you could go on facebook you could you could literally type in kill all russians in the name of ukraine and it, that was fine. There was no, people couldn't report you. Or it, I put up a Ukrainian flag with that had the swastika on it as mm-hmm. my profile picture. And I was trolling people like that. And not one report, not one ban, not one. The only time I got banned was when I showed a video of a mall in Ukraine where they were displaying a red and black Nazi <laughs> swastika on the steps when i put that up boom i i got hit with a a ban on that one and the difficult thing like i I just had human vibration on and the difficult thing with ukraine is you can't uh it's the language you know when you see these videos of these soldiers and villages they look they all look exactly the same whether they're russian or ukrainian and then you really have to look for their emblem, you know, their emblems and their their insignias and stuff on their on their uniforms. And then when you have villagers, you have some villagers saying they they they're thankful that the Russians showed up, thank God. And and then you have you know you have videos of uh, Ukrainian soldiers tying up civilians to trees and beating them. But I don't know which is which. You know, and the the languages are so similar because Ukraine yeah. the Ukrainian language is so young, but it's just Russian with some things changed in it, I, I assume. And <clears throat> the fact that they're like beating uh Russian speaking Ukrainians and, and stuff and the shit that's going on with that. I guess it's happening more I, in I, Donbass and stuff. I imagine, you know, the brainwashing of the of the masses is very real, and I imagine they've all, and you know, a lot of these local policemen and local military guys have, you know, been deputized. They were just guys in the pub. Now they've been given this power, right? They've been given a uniform. They've been deputized, and they've been brainwashed into thinking that everyone that doesn't participate is a Putin Russian sympathizer. Yep. So they probably are kicking the shit out of their own residents. Yeah, again, that's creating a real life experience. Oh, he's a he's a Putin sympathizer, and they kick the yep. shit out of him. It's now second nature for every clown on this planet to make a TikTok video or you know social media video, and they're now participating in a propaganda campaign, totally unaware they're doing it. Right? They're in the TikTok war, yes. and yeah, most of the injuries are from stupid things like that. You know, these NPC type people doing things like that. 
I don't, me personally, I don't believe there's that many people dying at all from the war. I think it's more from horseplay like that or from fucking around in tanks. You know, <laughs> these guys have got no training. They're in a, they were pub guys a year ago, beer bellies, smoking fags. And now they're a tank commander with zero training. You're going to have accidents. Yep. People are going to run themselves over. What we've the seen that uh, fire, in know? the in the beginning, a video came out, and, and the headlines were Russian sh- uh, sh- soldier in tank runs over Ukrainian civilian. And you see the video where tanks driving down the street, cars driving, you know, about to pass them, and the tank just turns and runs this car over. And people were outraged. This was being yeah, yeah. posted everywhere. And then it come to find out it was a Ukrainian soldier inside that tank running over a Ukrainian citizen. And they said, oh, it was by accident. Which yeah, yeah, makes yeah. sense because he doesn't know how to drive this fucking tank, this old tank, because all they have is all these old-ass equipment. Same with Russia with this old-ass equipment. And you have the U.S. sending in javelins and equipment. And now we hear uh, the one one oh one is uh sitting on the border of ukraine right now um it's just uh yeah the whole wag the dog thing again i mean you go back to right out the gate they had the fake hoax of the ghost of kiev they had the snake island story and when these things got called out they turn around and the ukrainian government says we had to put that stuff out to boost morale they're literally telling you they have to do this to psychologically make you believe it, you know, but under the guise of, oh, it's to boost morale of, of the population and the soldiers. But I'm, I'm guessing that the story of the revelation was very small compared to the stories of go- the ghost of Kiev actually doing stuff, right? Oh, yeah. That story you're referring to was probably a very small segment somewhere in a, in a, in a newspaper, like right, t- a tiny little segment at the bottom. Saying, oh, uh, uh, the ghost of Kiev was a lie. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the retraction yeah. of of the fact that they manipulated and even to the point where the BBC ran and other uh, news organizations ran the video from the video game of that uh, dogfight between those uh, MiGs and a, I think an F-16. And yeah, I yeah. even had to watch that a couple times. I'm like, this is incredible. Why the hell doesn't he just get out of there instead of letting them people try to shoot him? And then that plane turns straight at the camera and it's like, this is a fucking video game. They're showing this on BBC as, as real life. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? And then they had to retract on that. And again, small little blurb. Oh, we messed up. It was actually a video game. It wasn't real, but still the war is real guys. People are dying. And it's just, a, you know, they said, uh, that Russia's being getting stuck in the mud. They're waiting for like, someone said they're waiting for the winner. You know, so the ground free. That's not how that works either. I mean, if the ground's frozen, you come rolling through tanks, you're, you're going to break through and you're going to be stuck in the mud anyways. Yeah. It's- yeah. There's always a, there's always a mad excuse to, as to why nothing's happening. Yes. And, you know, there's always like a massive, I mean, just this is a multi trillion, I'd even say an endless budget campaign of, of making us believe there's a war going on now. So 100%. I mean, it's hard, it's every, it's, it's, every week we're sending billions of dollars. Every week, you know, another $30 billion is being sent. Meanwhile, they're not investigating Hunter Biden's connection in Ukraine and what was going on there. I'm assuming Zelensky and Hunter both have done a lot of cocaine together. You know, I mean, with (laughs) how could they not, you know, with how corrupt this entire thing is and the 
the stuff that keeps I, I say leak out because that's what's happening with the mainstream media when it comes to the Hunter and Joe Biden connections with China and, and Ukraine, Burmese, 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 Bur, uh, now I can't even pronounce the name, but Burm, Burm, ah, shit, the, that company in Ukraine, this, for the mainstream media, these uh, truths, these facts are starting to leak out when we've flooded, you know, for the last two years that, uh, there's something going on in Ukraine that's I th- far more sinister than uh, than this war thing. Not to mention the labs that are over there, uh, and Ukraine is almost like borderless. I also heard when it comes to just like uh, if you want to get legal terms, it's almost like a gray zone. So it's like a wild west, and that's why they're using this as a fucking laundromat to launder our tax dollars uh even with you guys over there in the uk i mean they're they're sending money they're sending shit they're uh and they're it's just a money laundering scheme based on a on, on a wag the dog psyop i i would put down the british intelligence are the ones actually running this whole operation on both sides because they're like the masters of deception and um even back from world war ii but but let me just roll back there so yeah, now 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 it makes sense why Ukraine was left behind, right? Mm-hmm. When they broke away from the Soviet Union, there was endless endless what they call you know bandit capitalism, where people from Britain, France, and America went over there promising to regenerate the country and to you know bring it up, and they would take the money and do nothing. And you know there was a lot of questions about that corruption. Now it makes sense they left it because it was always going to be a war zone movie set. Uh, movie set. You know, and there's plenty of what we said in the beginning, ghost towns, abandoned villages, villages where just two or three people live in there, like old grannies that just haven't got enough money to move out. And yeah, there's plenty of like little towns where, you know, one government truck comes in once a week with bread and food and that's it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's been, like that. it's been like that for years. And there's, there's also certain towns in the Donbass that were neither Ukrainian or Russian. They both just kind of, like you said, it was a gray zone. It was there was no definitive line. The people there didn't really know, and there's a, there was a whole world of YouTubers that were going out to these places. Um, there's like a guy called Bold and Bankrupt. I recommend everyone goes and watch watches Bold and Bankrupt. He's not political. He's not like saying what we're saying. He's merely a travel vlogger, but he was going to these places. You know, old abandoned town in in Donbass, old abandoned town in Russia, and he would go to like an empty hospital, an empty. Um, block of flats and he's there making these videos and he would interview people he, sp- he speaks russian and they would say like you know we've been here for 30 years and there's nothing here we can't leave and so there's plenty of proof out there from regular people that them, them places have always been abandoned and that 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 whole of ukraine has been left behind and now to me it makes it makes so, so much sense because it was always going to be a movie set there's also some other couple of red flags is that britain for the last four years has been, you know, training up Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. Now, when the British roll up and start training your army, that's a big kind of sign that you're going to be used at some point. And now, yet again, it makes sense. They're on the border of Russia. So it was all there, you know, it's all, all the all the roads were leading to this. So there's no way it's organic, you know, that Putin just suddenly one day just decided he's going to go in. This had been building up forever. 
Yeah, and um, then you get you yeah. go back to Zelensky, even to the point of creating a production company, aka propaganda arm, that then uh, literally creates all the movie sets, has all the production needed to create elaborate movie sets, elaborate war sets, elaborate whatever they need to push an agenda and a fear campaign yeah on the uh on the russian side most of the russian forces that are in ukraine are called the the wagner group and they're putin's private army that's not the actual russian army now wagner is an interesting name because it's germanic for wagon maker and you think like wagon maker it's almost like code is right there because what have they been doing what is their special military operation they've been going around leaving soviet union tanks there for the russian for the ukrainians to find and they go into an old shitty town and they basically fuck it up they spray paint on the walls they piss on the floor they smash plates they'll shed a few buildings and they fuck off and then the ukrainians come in and they think oh my god look at these war horrors when really the wagner group was just told to go and just make a scene go and make a scene they're a mercenary. Go have a good time. Said, huh? Yeah. Get pissed, burn some buildings, scare the locals, shake them up a bit, and then fuck off. And that, and that, it really is that simple. That's how you create a war zone. Yeah. And... Just got, I, hate, I, hate, I, know, I know people think I pick on soldiers, but they, soldiers just follow orders. And that's the whole purpose of the recruitment and boot camp. Yep. They want to make sure every soldier they pass out follows orders they do not want rebellious people to question what they're doing you'll be out straight away they want guys that you point them over there and they go and they don't ask questions and that's all these soldiers are doing you know yeah 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 that's uh that's a good point because yeah i mean you've seen where putin supposedly is uh, going to draft now uh and people are making a big deal, you know, they're like, well, now there's just going to be Russians handed guns and sent into war. And it's like, well, I thought that's what was happening in Ukraine. That's how the, it works. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And, Isn't this exactly what you guys have been doing for six months? <laughs> yeah. Like, that, but what, now it's bad? Like, yeah. Yeah. And uh, back to, like, uh, the the propaganda arm and just the, uh, the media side of it, you've seen where Zelensky has basically banned all other media except his media you know his media yeah. is the only place you can get any news over there about what's going on unless you can get through to twitter and stuff because i'm assuming the videos you're sending out to twitter and stuff were those easy to just send out of uh keys or was it where you had was there difficulty are they messing with like uh the connections over there and the internet and the uh networks over there at the time it was it was fine um, I couldn't set up um, Cash App. Like, I tried to set up a Cash App, and it just straight away, you can't set this up in this region. Mm. That's the message I got. Twitter worked fine, but yet again, if we went there now, who knows? And if if I was a Ukrainian person with a Ukrainian, um, you know, SIM card in my phone, Ukrainian network, would it be the same? I reckon there's got to be at least about a thousand. Ukrainian people are doing exactly what I done, just pointing out how ridiculous this is, but it's just not coming through to our outside of the um Well they're being arrested. Well. They're being arrested and accosted over this stuff is what I'm seeing. Yeah, is yeah. any journalist even if they were even if they were doing it like slyly, say there was a guy who was playing a role of a soldier, but he knew what's up. 
Mm-hmm. And he was sneaking out photo, uh, sneaking out images, going, look how stupid is it? I reckon it wouldn't get over to us, right? Because it's the whole undersea network of cables is they control it. So it's one hundred. It's a web. It's a big web. Yeah. So it's all. Yeah. I mean, they can they can shut down um, the internet in specific regions, areas uh, when events happen. We already know this. Uh, we know the control they have. And you have this group of people uh, that is pushing for more of this stuff, you know, uh, to keep us safe. It's all under the the guise of safety and security, uh, pushing for more uh, surveillance, more (coughs) ability to shut down our freedom of speech, our our, um, way of communication. Because, I mean, when it comes down to it, whether you like it or not, Sites like Twitter are very vital, especially in times like this, and to keep those open sources. Now, Elon, I guess, has now brought the, I guess, kitchen sink to Twitter and is going to clean it up and make it even better. He's talking about uh, independent journalism and basically what we're doing here. Sorry, just to jump in. Can you explain the, what was the kitchen sink meant to re- represent? I, I kind of missed the point. I have that. no fucking clue. I uh, I, I he's, think he's throwing. Is, is it, I'm throwing everything and the kitchen sink at this. I don't know if it was. I'm throwing everything at the in the kitchen sink, or I had to take. Or it took everything and the kitchen sink to pull this off. You know, I don't know right. which. I I have no fucking clue. I don't think anybody knows what the fuck. You know, it's all theater. It's all a big thing. I mean, is Elon Musk even a real person? That's my deal. Is uh, none of this is real, and everything is possible. Is really... well, I, w- I was just going to say to you, like, um, regarding like Hunter Biden, as I was going to say, like, I don't. To me, these are just well-engineered um, characters that we're just getting presented. You know, I don't know if uh, whether they really exist, whether they're, you know, yeah, you you can't. Uh, you are a good example of it. Okay, as far as going to Ukraine, you can't, um, when you see this stuff on TV, because everything that we consume is on a screen, whether it's your TV screen, computer screen, uh, phone screen, tablet screen, and unless it's in your physical reality, whether it's, if it's tangible, whether, I mean, you can see it physically with your own eyes, hear it, and you went to Ukraine and showed that with your own eyes, uh yeah it doesn't seem anything's going on here like what they're trying to tell you exactly we can't this is this this is it we cannot trust anything coming through this black cube no you cannot um at all what what you said earlier about the emblems and stuff like recognizing they could they could so easily change that they've got the highest of high technology it wouldn't be hard for them to just have a click of a button just swap all their emblems around for the opposite side and yeah this is another good thing what you brought up they're all using the same weaponry, same roughly the same language, um, same uniforms. So how to? F- it's mass confusing. Yes. Outrageous. Yes, yes, and it just it just exasperates and 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 inflames that psyop. It makes it 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 it's able to hold even tighter in people's yeah. psyche. You know, you can't tell the difference. I just have to go with what the majority is telling me with what. All the blue check marks are telling me that Russia is bad. Russian people are bad. Like I said uh, earlier, how I could literally go on Facebook and Twitter and say, you know, kill all the Russian people in the name of Ukraine. And as long as you put in the name of Ukraine, 
it's perfectly fine. People will retweet it. People will cheer it. People will be like, fuck, yeah, fuck them Russians, you know? And uh, r- the Russian people are just people too, you know? You're getting Russians that are being banned from sporting events, banned from uh, being able to enter the United States and other countries just for being Russian, just for being Russian. I don't know what that's called, you know, but, uh, they have a term for it, <laughs> you know, and uh, they're, they're discriminating against Russians. They are openly calling for basically the, um, evisceration of, of the Russian people. One of the oldest uh, cultures in the world, if I'm not mistaken. Russia and Ukraine, that that spot in Europe is, I mean, Russia just celebrated like 1,444 years or something like that. And, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's all to destabilize. It's all to to ultimately this uh, one world uh, system, this one world... uh, uh, monetary system one world government system uh we've been talking about this for decades uh because they're pretty open about this uh i think it was kissinger who wrote a paper on this a well-known paper um so this is just another piece of uh their puzzle um and it's doing a damn fine job it seems the the yeah the Russian hate is disgusting. I'm 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 surprised more people haven't like, you know, the so-called liberals and and all this haven't stepped forward and gone look. Okay, guys, we shouldn't really be hating all of Russia for what, yeah. what their military and government are doing. You know, this is this is pretty kind of like basic human behavior. We shouldn't just hate people because. Um, but but they're not. You know, they're jumping on board with it. And yeah, it's so disgusting. And um, and equally, I don't, I don't hate. I'm never going to hate Ukrainians for taking part in this. I'm never going to take sides in a lot see a lot of people in the conspiracy are, are doing the whole thing of like russia is actually the good guy and they're suddenly hating on ukraine like nah don't fall into that trap either you know he's now they're all in on it they're all in what, on, what's as your, far what, as what's your thoughts of the npc okay the npc thing is uh yeah it's it's uh it's very interesting like I always think about uh, video games, right? Because that's where this comes from—the NPC, the non-playable character—and um, mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto is my best example. Okay, when I haven't played video games for a long time, but when I played Grand Theft Auto, I think the last one, uh, even the other ones before that, you would be looking uh, for a specific car, a sports car, or something, right? You could never find that car, and once you found that car. The car is everywhere, right? And we have that yeah, yeah. same thing in real life. Like you could uh, buy a new Toyota, right? And now you see that every, all these, car, the same car is everywhere now. Something you didn't see before, it's now everywhere. I, you see, in my personal life, there'd be times, let's say you want to go, I want to go to a stop at a, fast every once in a while I'll stop at a fast food place because mm-hmm. i'm a driver so I, I and when uh going to it there's nobody there there's no traffic or anything but right before you pull into it all of a sudden all these cars will just pull into it like they just came out of nowhere <laughs> like it's the fucking yeah. truman show like what the fuck is happening and you sit there and you think 
as these cars pass you on your daily route to work and back and forth is the all these all these people in these cars are supposed to have individual lives right and they have individual days and jobs and tasks and and they are a lot of them are in charge of other little people you know you know and some even have little people that have their own little people you know i mean it's just wild and you think the computing power to run all this at once would be insane i i think it's a very real thing it's, it's obviously yeah. a metaphor right yep. very it's the closest metaphor we have to describe our this world we live in with our very 3d basic language in this language but that is to me i think it's a very real thing and i think yeah, like like you said with Grand Theft Auto, you know, like, like it would suddenly start raining and next thing you know, they've all just got an umbrella in their hand and they're just dawdling around, mm -hmm. sort of ping-ponging from these, from, they just don't know what they're doing. They just do whatever the program tells them to do. Yes. And I and feel, that's unfortunately, that's where we're at. Yes. That's, uh, so like the Russian, the you know, this visceral uh, attack on Russians. Yeah. These are the same people that were saying that same thing about people who refuse to get the vaccine. People like myself, yeah. people who refuse to go along with the narrative and wear a mask and refuse to 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 inject themselves with an experiment, a mass experiment. They were saying the same thing. You had Jimmy Kimmel uh, on his show saying, you know, uh, vaccinated, have a heart attack good unvaccinated don't have a heart attack well too bad you know like what the fuck what the fuck are what is going on here you know like yeah that's yeah it's all it's all theater it's all some sort of uh you know when you get into like the occult stuff side of it and and even i don't get too much in like the geometria stuff but the people that get into that and the occult stuff and it all comes together in a way that it's like, man, this stuff is planned to a T. They've been planning this stuff for for centuries almost. I mean, it's it's such a they they have all this time, it seems, to be able to um complete whatever plan they're they've got and their agenda is this it's no matter if you want to believe it or not, the goal and end game is to depopulate and then to control what's left in one government in one monetary system which will be digital and literally is called the block chain block being cube cube being saturn chain being enslavement it's right there they tell you there's no you know getting around it's so in your face the people that are asleep to it, yes, they've got to be 100% NPCs. You can have conversations with them and stuff. You can talk to them, but you can't reason with them, right? And that's how the game is. You know, when you find these characters and they have to tell you, oh, go, you know, through the hidden path to find, you know, whatever. It's the same thing. You can't change their script. You can't change how that character in that, that part of the game even acts you can only interact with it and that's that's what we're dealing with so my, my next question is do you think an npc can wake up 
Well, they released a movie kind of showing that NPCs can wake up with that Ryan Reynolds movie, that free guy. I think that's what that was about, how uh, an NPC could uh, wake up from it. I don't know. Um, So far in my personal life, if the majority around me is NPCs, uh, no, I mean, no matter what you show them or what you talk to them about, they don't seem to come out of whatever trans they're in. Um, even I, I see times where, you know, I'll have friends who seem to be in that type of trans. They just repeat the same shit that's on the TV. They repeat the same talking points. They, they have the same emotions and feelings about, uh, and reactions about, uh, the latest current events. And there'll be times where I'll get a text message where it seems like, oh shit, maybe they are waking up and it's nope. It was just like this little glitch it was a little glitch you know just this little yeah, glitch because yeah. if it, if they are npcs and then we're into this simulation thing you know we're coded too except we're like on our own we're, we're able to write our own code but every once in a while it glitches you know i mean if that makes sense uh or, or potentially we're, we're just very advanced rendering. npcs what's that or potentially we are just very advanced NPCs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> Human Vibration said something about the rendering, how uh, we're rendering everything before us, uh, basically, in real time. I think that's yep. what she was getting at. Uh, and it, it, the thing with, with me and the simulation part of it is uh, we know for a fact that everything that happens in front of your eyes, uh, that goes through your ears, your taste buds, your touch, everything is ultimately just an electric signal sent to the darkest place in the universe and reality created. What you perceive as reality is created in the darkest space of the universe, which is inside your brain where no light can enter, you know? Uh, it's We can get really deep. We can get really deep. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, I mean, when you when you think about a simulation, yeah, on, when you think on. about a, a video game, when you think about what we're talking about, it's a form of energy. Uh, and, yeah, everything we experience is an electrical signal that is, uh, that is uh, converted into our reality and perception in our brain, which there's no light in there. There's, it's nothing but darkness inside there, even... Through your eyes, light does not go through, you know, it doesn't enter some spot into your brain. It gets there through an electrical pathway, a signal that's delayed, in fact, delayed by hundreds of hundreds of milliseconds. I don't know the exact delay, but it is delayed. Everything we experience technically is in the past. Uh, now I'm just ranting. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, and even like the... um. I don't know what branch of um, scienti- scientism is doing it. Maybe the quantum me- mechanic guys, but they're saying the more and more they look into stuff, the more they see it just doesn't exist. <laughs> like when they split, when they split something to the smallest they can and look for it, it just doesn't exist. Yeah, it's not there. I mean, that, that's a bit of a that's that, you know, that's, that's kind of mind blowing. So, so yeah, but 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 anyway, what I was getting to was like. I mean, me personally, I don't think we can wake up the NPCs. I think this, you know, we're, we use the term simulation. It's going to go where it's going to go. We just need to get that popcorn out and enjoy it. 
And maybe we're meant to be on a different side quest. I mean, my attempts at trying to shut down World War Thirty Three are kind of over now because I don't, I don't think it just can't be done. Yeah. I don't, I'm personally, I'm personally in the camp. You can't wake an NPC up, and it's going to go where it's going to go. Um, so this is why I don't go back to Ukraine. I mean, it's just going to be a nightmare. I've got, I've got to deal with Agent Smiths possibly arresting me, and who am I reaching out to anymore? Because I, I think there's only a very small amount of us real ones out there. Seeing people and need to. They underst- know what's up anyway. They know what's up anyway. You know. Understand too with uh, your Twitter when when you were in Ukraine tweeting out this stuff, you were not getting nothing was getting taken off of Twitter, right? You weren't getting mm-hmm. fact checks. You weren't getting um, banned or blocked or you know getting that that message that you have to take this down before you can post again, right? I, I, I mean, was I was getting um notified by twitter that there were like 20 20 something plus day you know reports being put in about me okay of other and then people twitter would just say we, we we've looked at them and we've decided that you haven't broken yeah. any rules yeah yeah and that that just shows what you what you were doing there is legit i mean that's the thing I, you see people getting banned and stuff all the time um and i just i i these are massive accounts. I mean, you have a pretty massive account. You have twenty two thousand. I mean, you're not a blue check mark or anything, but that again, you're not a blue check mark. You're at twenty two thousand and you weren't getting things pulled down. It just kinda shows that Well well well, well rent cars, how how crazy do you want to go with this conversation? Go as crazy as you want. We're on ATN.live. I, I, I think I'm pro- possibly getting used by the you know, by the double cross system. They're probably using my Twitter to monitor the opposition, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, as a honeypot. They're probably getting they're, get, they're probably getting something out of me. Now, if you go on my Twitter right now, any tweet I say is either age-restricted or sensitive content. I could just write blibbity blip blip bloop bloop and it will say this content is sensitive and you'll have to put in your age to look at my tweets. So yeah, I mean, in many ways I fueled the beast. Although my efforts might have been like Honorable is what I was trying to do. I fueled the fire with opposition and getting people to divert their attention over to Ukraine. I mean, we all know how you win this game is not to play it, right? Turn mm-hmm. your back on it and it will, it will vanish. So I did kind of, in many ways, I kind of helped, you know what I'm saying? I helped build it up. Which yes, they probably knew yes, someone to, like me was going to do anyway. Like these guys, if they are using a black cube, which practically uses algorithms to predict the future, they knew. That someone like me was going to go and do that, and I fell right into their 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 game, you know. So, yeah, it's I, possible, mean, they, man. I know yeah. that uh, what's his name? Is it Lazo Gonzala? I think oh, yeah, yeah. Name. He's what, over there. He I think he's still over there. Uh, his Twitter, I think, is still going. I know at one point he had disappeared, and people thought he was murdered, uh, and then he popped I remember back that, up. Yeah. Uh, which I mean. That there, it's got to be he, scary. Is I he mean, still as vocal? Is he still what? As vocal? Is he still? I think he's pretty out? Is he... shadow banned right now. Uh, he might have okay. actually been banned off of. Uh, now that I'm trying to look him up, they might have kicked his ass off. There. There's a guy called um, Graham Phillips. All right, um, who's on YouTube and he's a British guy filming it from the Russian side. 
Now, how is he allowed to do that? Yeah, this is... Because they're uh, allowing it. Yeah. They're allowing it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, like, with what you were posting fueled the conspiracy sign of, uh, you know, this is Wag mm-hmm. the Dog. This is, And then at the same time, you know, your CNNs and MSNBCs and, and BBCs are pushing that this is, uh, you know, thousands of people are being murdered. I mean, they have it seem like thousands are being murdered every single day that Russia was just blowing cities apart. Meanwhile, Boris Johnson, Nancy Pelosi, Ben Stiller, and fucking you two can have a party there in Kiev and everything's fine. They can walk around like it's uh, just a normal Sunday stroll. You remember a couple of years ago when uh, YouTube uh, gave themselves an award in free speech after banning like millions of accounts? They Wait, gave YouTube gave their their award. award. Okay. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a freedom, a freedom award in uh, yeah, free speech. Like a- Literally the year they banned like a million plus accounts. I mean, this is where we're at, you know. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, I just... yeah. I mean, I think the problem is when, when you ban someone, you kind of make a god of them. If they yes. would have banned me, they would have probably made more god, more of a god of me, you know. Yeah, but it's uh, we've seen that with Alex Jones and others. Uh, you know, yeah, Andrew Tate. You know, your yep. your um, your questionable characters, Kanye yeah. West, right now. Yeah, Kanye. The whole Kanye thing that is uh, again the NPCs. You you look at the comment sections on all the social media, and it's like you know Kanye's an anti-Semite. They should blah blah blah, and it's just talking points. Every single fucking person commenting like that has not watched a single Kanye interview in full context. They've only seen sound bites, and then they regurgitate and spit the same shit that they basically are told to spit and spout and spew. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the signal can't... the signal goes off in the back of their neck. You've got to hate this guy. <laughs> yes, and that's it. They don't they don't ask questions like why should I hate this guy? They just automatically go to program. What he's an anti semite. Um, he said Jews. Oh shit! You know, like we we can't we can't talk about that. He's a fucking and you have like uh, companies like Adidas, people cheering Adidas for dropping Kanye West. Um, Adidas was funded by the Nazis, by Hitler. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, you, you have these people, you know, screaming, you know, about, you know, for shit, four years when Trump was president, it was like, everybody's a Nazi, you know, punch a Nazi. It's cool to punch a Nazi. These people are running around screaming it from their car, their Volkswagen, uh, windows as they're driving around the block. They're like, you fucking Nazis. And it's like, you're driving, the people's car, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you know, you're so dumb and just, like, ignorant. You know, you're so wanting to be on, on a team. You're so wanting this 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 uh, mob mentality, which is democracy itself, right? Mob mentality. Uh, democracy is a joke, you know. The idea that 51% can lord it over the 49% is ridiculous. But here, here let, me, let me throw another theory at you and, and see what you think what yeah. if the hidden hand is actually a good guy and they're keeping these npcs in check because they're quite dangerous and they're just constantly feeding these npcs illusion after illusion keeping them busy 
so that us guys can go and just live a good life if we choose to. Uh, yeah, I mean, that'd be sweet and all. You know, I've never really thought about that. Uh, because I, I, would, I wouldn't want the responsibility of looking after that many, um, you know, lunatics. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why they're depopulated. That's why they're getting rid of us. That's why it's a mass depopulation. But are they getting rid of us? Or are they getting rid of the NPCs? They're getting rid right? of the NPCs because us, we're not buying into their shit. You know, uh, but does that does that mean they have a certain level of respect for us? Or I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I mean, uh, maybe they want to harvest our DNA at the end to to then pull those strong traits out. You know, I I I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. I, like I know dark, that the beginning of COVID was a big DNA grab uh, with the mass testing. I, I I told my listeners the entire time is do not get tested this is the only way you stay covid free is by not getting a test you know mm -hmm. i i haven't had a test i go anywhere and everywhere i've been to multiple places states and stuff like that in the bars and comedy clubs and concerts and stuff and i have no covid because i have never i've never taken a test if i took a test it'd probably say i had covid and then mentally i'd be like oh my god i got the big c oh you know what am i how am i going to tell my family you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and uh, the 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 uh, testing, yeah, they were looking for a certain DNA, I believe, or they're grabbing DNA to be able to um, design the the right uh, biological weapon that finally gets us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um. Because some of no, us were gonna... forced into getting at least tested. Some of us like to say they were forced into uh, vaccinations, you know, due to work and stuff. And they pushed out and couldn't hold out, you know. Now look what's going on in New York. But at some point, they already told us that they took the, their little COVID and they made it 80% mortality uh, right there in Boston. Great place to do it. Uh, <laughs> why not do it right here in America? Uh, so they're preconditioning and programming whether NPCs and even people like us, you know, some of us fall for insane shit, you know, um, especially like, uh, the whole Q thing that people were falling for. That was another psyop to me. Everything's a big psyop. Uh, like I said uh, earlier, nothing's real, but anything's possible. Because they can, they can, yeah. they can do any, they can do anything. They can perform magic. We're looking at it on a screen right now. I mean, if you're, I mean, this is, uh, you know, if you took this back and to to a point where, uh, you know, the this shit didn't exist, these people people would think it was fucking magic, you know, and it is yeah. because it's used to broadcast spells and control uh, emotions and thoughts. Definitely, definitely. Let, let's um, let's just roll back there to people, the you know, pushed out and had to go and, you know, take part in that. Fucking, yep. Like, I I struggle with that because what job in the world is is better than your health? That's right. See me, I would have just whoever. I don't know what I, any job. I'd have told them to fuck off, and I'd have left the job. I'll go. To I did for six months. I don't, I don't care. Yep, I did it twice. Uh, I had a good paying job. 
just sitting in a mm. where a delivery job, just sitting in a warehouse, making good money. I didn't have to do shit. And uh, they come in with a paper saying we need uh, to know your vaccination status to be prepared for the upcoming law. Right? It wasn't even put in the law. So you're asking me to violate law, so you're prepared to uh, be with the law or whatever, you know, be in compliance of the law. And uh, I said, this isn't going to work. I'm out of here. And I told everybody there before the vaccines were even rolled out, what was going to happen that at some point the vaccines would be rolled out. You're going to be mandated the vaccine. And then you're even going to get to the point where they're going to tell us that we're going to have to be vaccinated or get the fuck out of here. And sure as shit, it came, it came in, uh, what would have been October a year ago. It came, uh, the paper was saying, yo, you got to tell us what on the next insurance thing that was coming up for that year, you got to tell us whether you're vaccinated or not. No, no job is worth your health, but also no job is worth your integrity. Uh, yeah. The, the integrity, I mean, to, to tell me that I have to do this, uh, you know, to keep a job. I mean, you can't pay me a billion. You couldn't pay me. trillion from Alex Jones uh, (laughs) to to do this, to take a vaccine, uh, to take, uh, to do anything, really. I mean, I'm pretty stubborn and bullheaded that way, and uh, I'm the type that they do not like. I've been banned, blocked, and kicked off of everything. My Twitter, for some reason, stays alive. Uh, even with my, you know, my Kanye, I, my whole Twitter is full of Kanye right now. His little, uh, his, uh, I think it was with Pierce Morgan where he comes on. That's fucking retarded. Every, every time someone posts something stupid, I just post that video of uh, Kanye uh, saying that's fucking retarded and I haven't been kicked off yet. So. Maybe they're using me. Fucking worst. Gross. Yeah, he won't let you get a word in anyways. And then when you finally do it back to him, he'll make out you're rude for cutting him off, even though he's just cut you off and shut you down for ten minutes straight. Oh, he's. I got. I. I. I would never go on his show. Or if I did, it would be a chance to just jump over a table and slap him. (laughs) It'd be worth it for that, right? Because he would not let you. He doesn't let anyone talk, and I don't know how people keep. Going on the show because he's a well-trained. He's a monarch. master at that. Yeah, I mean, well-trained at uh, at at this deception. Um, I um, but I also think you know who else is quite good at that? Joe Rogan. Although he's not as very, he's not as aggressive as uh, Pierce Morgan, but I feel Joe Rogan is very good at gently and masterfully steering a conversation away. Yep. From when it gets to somewhere slightly dangerous, yep. and bringing it back down, like you see his friends like Eddie Bravo and um, Sam Tripoli. Sam yeah, was and, just um, on with them. Uh, Duncan Trussell, who you know, yep. Duncan, Duncan Trussell, you know, he's pro vaccine and all that shit, but he does sometimes go there with conspiracy that's quite interesting. But Joe Rogan will bring him back down and go, "No, hold on there, no, hold on." Now. Tim Dillon does just that too. Back down to, Tim Dillon, uh, Tim Dillon, he's another comedian because uh, he, he's brought up on their uh, 9-11, the new Pearl Harbor. It's like this four and a half hour documentary, which is 
amazingly done. I, I talk about it quite frequently. And uh, he's brought it up to Rogan, I think, like three times. And Rogan just kind of steers right away from it. Yeah. Now, yeah. Eddie Bravo was on there recently. And Eddie Bravo has gotten better at the mental jujitsu with Rogan to be able to, like, mm-hmm. you know, he's able to kind of laugh and blah, blah, blah. But when he was saying stuff, he says, go ahead and look it up, you know, kind of almost how Alex Jones was doing it. Where the first time on the 9-11 episode with Joe Rogan when he had Alex Jones on, he got Alex shit-faced drunk and stoned and had Eddie over there just blah, 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 blah. And it just completely ruined that show. It was done on purpose to make Alex Jones look absolutely fucking insane, more insane than he ever possibly could look. And uh, then the second time he come on, Alex is like, fuck your alcohol. I have notes and then just went right down the bullet points, and Jamie had to look up every little thing. And that that episode is no longer available. <laughs> but oh, really? Yeah, Eddie has gotten, I believe Eddie has gotten way better at the mental jujitsu, so to speak, with with Rogan and getting him to It must talk be hard. About. It must be hard for Eddie when he knows, like, his, you know, because, you know, they're, they're, they're friends, right? They've shared, yep. like, um, uh, growing up together and whatnot in LA and stuff. So it yeah. must be very hard when your best friend or your very good friend is, you can tell they're kind of like, you know, swaying your conversation and stuff. So it must be difficult in that situation, you know? So, yeah, yeah, I totally uh, relate to it because I, I deal with it with a, a friend of mine who, I mean, we, uh, we did, uh, grew up together. I mean, from teenage years and, uh, well, I guess whatever. Anyways, we've known each other 20 something years. And uh, did a lot of uh, mind-altering substances uh, from uh, mushrooms and acid to even 2CB, which a lot of people don't know what that is, but it's very good. Uh, Kanye mentions it in a, in a song called Yikes. But, uh, and then uh, now with when I get text messages and it's literal CNN-type talking points, and it's tough. Because it's like, God damn, man. I mean, just just fucking 10 years ago, I mean, we were on the same page here. Now, And that's what Eddie's dealing with with uh, Joe Rogan, you know? When Eddie's like, you know, he used to be balls deep in into space and, and uh, the planets and asteroids and aliens and all this shit. And then some, you know, Flat Earth came along and changed his perspective on that. And he can't even get Rogan to entertain the idea. And that's all he's trying to do is get him to entertain the idea. Because when people say they're open mind, open minded, but then certain things they instantly shut down. Because I used to listen to Rogan pretty religiously. And then he did an episode like two years ago and he mentioned chemtrails and how they're bullshit. But in the same breath, how people around airports get have major lung diseases and shit you're you're basically validating that there's chemtrails because chemtrails whether it's chemicals put into the exhaust the exhaust itself is a chemtrail you know it's raining down heavy metal particles wherever the fucking plane flies it's raining down into the ground onto the ground into the waters and shit like that and to him to go ah they don't exist they're not real i just i i just couldn't it's hard to listen to him. I'll listen to him depending on his guest. 
and I'm not listening to Joe Rogan, really. I'm just listening to those guests, you know? Yeah, I, I had the same kind of experience. Um, but yeah, his show is, is you know, he's, he's a funny guy, and his shows are good when it's just him and a comedian, and it's just regular normie talk or film talk. But for me, it was back in the beginning of the scandemic. Um, I think it might have been Duncan Trussell was on there, but Joe Rogan was defending Bill Gates, calling him like a, a philanthropist, and he was defending mm-hmm. vaccines and and I was just disgusted, man. I was like, man, at this point in time, with such a big platform, yeah, they used that the that clip, that clip that you're talking about, where he was saying, you That's know, people who don't get the vaccine, you know, they're just idiots. And he, Rogan. I don't know if he was talking about uh, the COVID vaccine. I think he was talking about vaccines in general because I don't know if the COVID vaccine was out yet. But then, uh, yeah, they they would play that on CNN and shit saying, look, he he totally was into the vaccine and now he's a fucking right wing Trumpster, you know, who refuses to have Donald Trump on his show. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's a right wing Trumpster, but refuses to, he even says, I'm not having Donald Trump on my show because I'm not going to elevate him. Uh How's he a right wing? (laughs) It's, it's all a psyop when you're not following along with the narrative, the agenda, and you go off script, especially when you're on the broadcast, television, um, they're going to knock you down a peg or whatever they need to do. And uh, Joe Rogan, you know, it seems like he has this mass power, but he doesn't have the power as far as being able to talk about whatever he wants, there's someone there's, he's got handlers. They all have handlers. Um, have you seen any of my tweets regarding the, the world war two organization called the double cross? Uh, no, I haven't seen those. I was kind okay. Of so in it. world war two, the British set up a, um, an organization that were called the 20 committee, but their, their symbol was, um, Roman numerals XX for 20. Mm-hmm. So, and their nickname was the Double Cross, and their whole job was to actually um, turn all of the Nazi spies operating in Britain over to them. And it came out years later that actually every spy operating in the UK, every Nazi spy was actually under their control. They controlled all sides of it, meaning they controlled the intelligence that was getting over to the Germans. But most of these spies didn't know they were being controlled. They were just thought they were being spies. Okay, and most of the spies were of a certain caliber, right? They were mostly narcissistic, misfits, um, adventure seekers that were, you know, motivated by greed and attention, you know. They thought they were Jack the Lads. So that's why the British intelligence services manipulated them so easily. Now, I put it out there to everyone listening that that same tactic is getting used today, but not on spies, but on your YouTubers, your Joe Rogans, your Russell, Russell Brands. I don't think they ever actually go over to them in person and hand them a lot of cash. They do it all via a hidden hand, via bank accounts, via likes on on YouTube. As long as Rogan keeps keeps doing what he's doing, the money's going to keep flowing into his account. And the second he starts to go off the rails, he will start to pick up on his own business model that things are not... Oh, shit, I spoke about Flat Earth with Eddie Bravo. I lost 10,000 followers. I lost a bit of money. I'm not going near that again so in my opinion i don't think you know this idea of a a physical hand that goes up to him and says hey listen you gotta say this this and this and then hands him like a wad of a wad of cash i don't think it works like that i think it works via 
via a Truman Show like situation where their whole world is getting mani- you know manipulated around them via okay yeah the digital world we live on you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so that's what I feel and that's why I where feel they self censor them they self censor yeah. uh, and yeah. we've seen that with Rogan when um, they came after him about the whole N word montage and then. Um, Man, there was what, like 50, I'm going to say like 50 something episodes taken off the Joe Rogan experience. And I, I believe it was way more than that, but uh, like 50 episodes taken down. Everybody blamed Spotify, said Spotify was censoring and yada, yada. No, it turns out Joe Rogan took those episodes down himself. Hey, was that was that really about the N-word? Was that him deleting any episode where he was pro-vaccine, pro-Bill Gates? You know oh, that's saying? another that's another episode. look at it you know it's it's because there was some ep- like kevin's the episode with the director kevin smith is gone like kevin smith yeah like what the fuck is the, why would that episode be gone and i i don't know where to find these episodes to go back and listen to like did kevin smith drop the n-word because that would be crazy i don't remember that happening i i think it would be quite shocking and i would remember that you know, because I listened to the episode, I wanted to listen to the episode because Kevin Smith had a heart attack after one of his comedy shows, and I wanted to hear that whole story. And uh, it, it's gone. The Kevin Smith episode, yeah. uh, when when those episodes were taken down, Kevin Smith was one of them, and it was like, what the, why? And now the uh, what you're saying here, I mean that that makes sense to it. It's like uh, the false flag uh, mass shootings. How uh, these seem to possibly be hits uh assassinations but they do mass shootings not to bring uh, attention to the sole target that they're going after kind of like in buffalo uh, new york this year when there was a mass shooting and a man the security guard was shot and killed in the melee and that security guard was actually about to release a uh uh file a patent and release a new device where you could run your car off water you know, everybody, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people do that, uh, the uh, hydrogen on demand stuff, but he had created a device that could just hook up to any car and you could run it off uh, the hydrogen demand system, on demand system, and it was going to revolutionize all this, you know, the, the oil industry, basically the automobile industry. And, well, he just happened to be shot dead in a mass shooting. I mean, taken out removed yeah and then they 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 killed multiple people as not to raise suspicion that it was an actual hit on that one man to stop his patent and to stop his invention yeah i mean and also like back to like a, a you know a, a social media influencer who has big power the second they stepped out of line it wouldn't be hard to run a smear campaign against them saying that they've done something inappropriate with a young underage girl or something you know completely based on fabrication but they could end your career yeah they tried to do that with trump they tried to do that with trump with the steel dossier they completely fabricated and made up the steel dossier from christopher Steele. hillary clinton paid for this dossier they released it in the news talking about him he would uh get the same hotel room obama had so he could piss on the bed and he was into golden showers, and none of it was real. They can just, and it it's real dangerous too, um, because they can plant stuff on people's hard drives and computers and stuff. Yeah, you know. So right, 
it's it's very dangerous times. Um, we just seen that that journalist for ABC. I don't know if you've seen this, where uh, he was raided by the Biden administration by the FBI. Uh, he's the one investigating Hunter Biden's connections in Ukraine, also in, investigating a few other things involving the Bidens, and he's an, a prominent ABC uh, journalist and producer, and he's missing. You know, they raided the Biden administration, raided a journalist's house. There's no charges pressed against this guy. Nothing. They took his uh, electronics and stuff, and he hasn't been seen since. Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, um, I'm quite lucky. I mean, I haven't got any kids. I haven't got a mortgage. It'd be very hard for them to hold something against me, you know. Mm-hmm. I haven't. Even, I've probably got nothing in a bank account. It's practically just the clothes on my back, right? But yeah, if you were in that world of journalism and you had a wife, kids, they they got you by the balls, man, because they would yeah. just target your family. They would just apply pressure to your family and you know, you're not going to put your own kids and wife in danger, are you? Just No, and that's no joke either. I just uh, did an interview with Tommy Chong yesterday, and we were talking about when he went to prison uh, for shipping bongs uh, back in 2003, and the reason he took his deal and served prison time is because they threatened his wife and his kids. They threatened to put his wife in jail and his son in jail, and he said, no, I'll, I'll go to jail. Like, uh, I mean, this, that's not a joke. That was the United States government, John Ashcraft, uh, Ashcroft, uh, threatening this on Tommy Chong, uh, a nonviolent at the time, 60 something year old stoner who sold bongs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, they're, they're essentially using mafia, mafia tactics, right? You know, yes. uh, that's what you're dealing with. Yes. And so now we're in the digital age and. Everybody has a, a hard drive in their pocket uh, that can be yep. easily hacked. And I mean, just uh, the permissions that people give Facebook, Twitter, and, and their social media and don't pay attention to the permissions they give. They're literally setting themselves up for blackmail. Mm-hmm. Literally. You, you're, everything is set up so you can be blackmailed. It says right on there, we have permission to make phone calls, to change the phone logs, to change the text, to send and receive text. So they can literally just make up a phone log right on your phone. Like, oh yeah, you were calling that person, blah, blah, blah. You were calling these, oh yeah, you were calling those underage people. Oh yeah, you were calling this person who's dead. You know, it's very, Mm -hmm. it's very scary. The possibilities that they have and that they can do to people. And uh, there's nothing you can do about it. Very scary times. Well, yes, we've uh, been talking almost a, a half, an hour and a half now. Uh, anything else uh, you want to let the people know about? Um, no, just just generally the same kind of advice. Just don't, you know, all this nonsense on the TV, man. Just take it with a pinch of salt. Mm-hmm. Divide it by about ten. It's scare factor divide by 10. And even then, take it with a pinch of salt. We don't know if it's real. And I want people to kind of just um, get back to getting out in nature, man, and getting their lives back on track. And and that was the whole point of Ukraine, is just showing to people it's all just an illusion. And, you know, you don't have to believe it all the time. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I hope that it took the edge off it. And I hope that people are not living in fear 
just from everything they see on this black cube, you know. Yeah. I, Because I, I got this horrible thing and people are just more addicted to this than they know. And that's how they got you. If, if you're addicted to looking at this screen and believing the nonsense, they kind of got you. So, I mean, what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start having three or four days a week where I'm totally phone-free, totally digital-free. And I think people should join me on that, you know? Yeah, 100%. Start easing themselves off it. Yeah, and the whole getting back into nature. And uh, I know here we're going into winter, which uh, winter sucks. But uh, when it's sunny out, you know, I was telling people this back when COVID started, you know, if the sun's out, you've got to be outside. Uh, you've got to oh, be yeah, yeah. soaking up that vitamin D. And then later on, they told everybody, you know, we're all vitamin D, D deficient. Well, no shit. <laughs> because uh, there's people who lived still, still are living in this fear of uh, a quote-unquote virus that may give you the sniffles. I mean, the... The White House just released some creepy commercial yesterday about, you know, some. it's just a face whispering about how it's an enemy you can't see. You know, it's an invisible enemy. You got to watch out. Oh, you know, Biden on there saying, oh, the death, you know, or in people who aren't up to date on their shots aren't up to date or unvaccinated because I'm still waiting to die, I guess. I mean, I should have been dead a while ago. But if you don't buy into the bullshit, you can't get sick, you know. I mean, you can you can get sick. even even if there was a deadly even if there was a deadly virus, I still wouldn't accept anything from them scumbags. I'd no. rather just let it come get me, you know. So, yeah, yeah, getting out in the sunshine, getting a good night's sleep, and getting some good quality food in. They're your three main physical things you need. Everything else is kind of a luxury. And no. I, I know this might sound crazy to people, but you don't need a mortgage. You don't need a fucking waste your life chasing money and stuff no um we need to start getting back to that hippie kind of lifestyle being free and uh like we spoke about earlier they've got a lot of people by the bollocks because they can just hold your job against you hold your money against you all that shits yeah and the two most powerful uh, motivating emotions uh of human beings is fear and greed you know you're 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 fearful you'll never have enough and once you get it you know you're greedy to get more and you're afraid you're going to lose it then you're you're always in this and now they fill us with the perpetual fear of uh nuclear war perpetual fear of uh viruses and and mass death and and they use the television the screen and when i say television i'm not talking just the tv it's it's really comes down to any screen which is what uh we have Everywhere in our everyday life is a little screen, and uh, you got to be out in the physical. Uh, what's happening in your physical realm that you can see, hear, taste, touch? That's that's uh, the only reality we have that we can trust. Where where uh, can uh, they find you at? May Twitter and youtube and that's it really i do have a patreon but there's nothing going on there so don't i wouldn't sign up to it there's a few good podcasts and stuff but um if you're gonna sign up to it pay the bare minimum pay like one dollar there's a good 12 or something podcasts on there that are worth listening to but don't subscribe 
long term because I'm not putting anything um, anything kind of exclusive out on it. I want all my stuff to be out there for free for everyone. And um, yeah, people yeah, need to go to Twitter dot uh, com uh, slash les l e z luther l u t h o r and go back and check out these videos we're talking about. You'll have to scroll back. Uh, I mean, you still got stuff up on your Twitter, but to get back to where put, this all I put started. On my, on my pinned tweet, if you go on there, you'll see my Illusion Warfare report one and two, which is me going to Kiev and me going back later on in May to Odessa. Oh, sweet. And they're interesting, man. They're, they're, they're good, good little travel vlog things. And, you know, if there's a nuclear bomb goes off, I'll probably get my ass back over there and prove to you there's nothing going on. If the war spills out into somewhere like Poland, somewhere where I can get in under the chaos of it being a new situation, I'll probably go. I think Ukraine at the moment is so much locked down by people taking on the role of Agent Smith. I think it's kind of um, a waste of time and effort to try and get there because every road's going to have a military blockade. Uh, and unless you've got some kind of journalism accreditation, which they're not going to give to anyone that's, that's a free thinker, it's kind of going to be a useless thing. But if it spills out into one of the surrounding countries, I'll get over there. And um, that's when I'll probably fire up a Patreon. And that's when I'll probably, if anyone wants to buy me a coffee and help keep me out there a day longer, that's where to, um, you know, throw a coin in the hat. Hell yeah. Yeah, people need to go uh, follow Les Luther on, on Twitter and uh, be on the lookout for uh, for those things. Because, uh, yeah, as far as uh, when it comes to the Ukraine-Russian war, uh, the, you were the uh, profile to go to for this. And uh, at one point, I was leading the cavalry charge against the um, against the hoax. Yeah, for sure, man. But yeah, man, thanks for having me on. Let's let's do this again sometime. Yeah, thanks for coming on, uh, and thanks for what you do. Uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, man. Take care. Nationwide gas prices have reached an all-time record high, and there's a lot of us that are feeling the squeeze. We can help alleviate those pains at the pump through a revolutionary fifth-generation Nobel Prize fuel catalyst, now available to the public. Boost by Govi increases miles per gallon by an average of 20%, allowing you to go further, lessening how many times you need to fuel up. That's money in the bank. Just pop this little purple pill into your tank and get big gas savings. Professional truck drivers can also experience massive savings because it can also be used in diesel engines and decreases the amount of diesel exhaust fluid that's required. This unparalleled purple pill also increases octane levels by 5 points, which allows regular fuel to act like premium and is safe with over 650 million miles tested without damaging a single vehicle. It's time to free up your budget and increase your bottom line today. Visit gogastab.com. That's G-O-G-A-S-T-A-B.com. We hope you enjoy what you hear on Embella's Talk Network and want to remind you to check the full schedule for live broadcast showtimes. The Shepherd Embella Show broadcasts on weekdays, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Also, don't forget to catch the live broadcast of The Cole Report, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central. 
Then on every Sunday at 7 p.m. Central, listen to Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.Live. Also, remember, don't forget to click the pink button in the upper right corner and make a pledge. Anyone who pledges support of $50 or more will receive two of Shep's documentary film DVD videos, and his latest electronic beats album titled Gangstalker 2.0. All shows are rebroadcast and looped daily until the next live show. ATN.Live, The Ambellas, Talk, Network. ATN.Live.